Hello, and welcome to the Bellingham Real Estate Podcast. I'm Paul Balzotti. I am here with Hannah Cranny. And Hello. yes, welcome, Hannah. Thank you. And today we are talking to ADUs, additional dwelling units. And Hannah has built an ADU. Yep. Um, so I want to talk to you about that. And I also wanted to congratulate you on being nominated as Realtor Rookie of the Year for Whatcom County. Thank so you. So congratulations Thanks. on that. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So let's get right into it. So you're a realtor, so you know a lot about ADUs, but you've also built one, which is the main thing that I want to talk about. But before we talk about your experience building an additional dwelling unit, let's just define a ADU other than additional dwelling units for anybody watching or listening. Yep, absolutely. So there's an A ADU and then a D ADU, which is attached additional dwelling unit or a detached additional dwelling unit. Those two differ as well from an accessory dwelling on your property. So the major difference between the last one is that it has a separate kitchen and can't be rented, but an ADU is a permitted dwelling, which you can rent for long-term that has a kitchen and bathroom and living room and bedroom, or it can be a, you know, it can have a variety of looks to it. There's no one specific design. One of the major thing qualifiers, though, it has to have on a single family dwelling is it has to be less than 66% of the main dwelling square footage. So it has to be smaller uh, and um, a separate entrance. And it has to have a separate designated parking spot in order to be an ADU. It also has to be registered with the city. And then you have to register it uh, every year, once a year to say, hey, I'm still renting this. The city doesn't actually charge you for that. They just want to be aware of how many rentals are in the city. Or the or if you're in the county. Or if you're in the county. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So and we know that there's a lot of people who've always had additional dwelling units that were not necessarily permitted, yes. where you have the basement that has the kitchen mm -hmm. and the and the whole setup, and then somebody is living downstairs separately that they're renting. And this is but so you're you're talking we're talking about literally permitted, um, and it could be the basement. Mm -hmm. Or and that's the attached. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, it could even be just another section of the house. Absolutely. If it has all of those features, Separate entrance or yeah. And then in the city now, the biggest thing that's happening is a lot of these detached dwellings where it's like yep. a garage or something that they yep. converted. And the main thing is, if you're building a house, they're going to notice you have a se separate dwelling on it, and they're going to tell you you have to have an ADU permit right. if you have a separate uh, dwelling with a kitchen, and it's not that just. Ex uh, um, uh, additional, uh, dwelling that doesn't have a kitchenette. If it has a kitchen, then you, it, then it has to have that permit. Okay. And then a duplex versus an ADU. Yes. So they are uh, a duplex. You can have the same square footage in both sides. They can have a variety of sizes and then it has mostly to do with zoning. So right. what is the zoning for that area? Most single family areas might have different regulations on duplexes and then, yeah, they're just, they're different structures. So yeah, that's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah, and well, and and I think that there's a lot of properties where people want to have a duplex, where they want to have that second mm -hmm. unit on the on their on their lot or on their acreage yeah. or whatever it is, and the zoning doesn't allow for a duplex, yep. but it does yep. allow for an additional dwelling unit. Yep. So that's what they end up with, and then they're just working with the constraints of the size, which typically is smaller. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let's talk about your additional dwelling unit. <laughs> yes. So you, how did that happen? Talk to us about you building an ADU. 
Yeah. So I knew when I was building my house that paying the full mortgage every month was going to be a strain on my finances. And so I just wanted to find a way to have someone else pay for it. <laughs> yeah. And I learned that um, at that time, it would only cost me about 48000 to add it on to my total build cost. So it was already- This is at, 2018? This was 2018. So it wasn't that long ago. I would say, you know, prices have increased, obviously. That can vary. My additional dwelling unit was only 500 square feet. So it was smaller, but it rents for at least 1000 a month, I could easily increase that since rental prices have gone up. And then it covers half my mortgage. So right. it's been fabulous. It yeah. only increased my mortgage maybe a hundred or two a month, but then it pays it off at a way because you were building rate. so because you were building your house, yeah. which how old were you in, two, in uh, 2018? <laughs> I'm 29 now. It's so you're 2022. 20, <laughs> so yeah. you were 26. I was, yeah, I think I was 24, 25. Started when I started That's planning it out. So you were 25, yeah. building your own house and building an ADU. Um, so you, so how did that process work as far as you you wrote the offer on the lot? Yes. So there was a property that I had been watching for probably six months. And I just, you know, when you get that feeling, you're just like, I know this is my property. This is where I'm going to yeah, live. Yeah. And I just knew, um, even before I even had a real estate agent at that time, cause I wasn't one, I just knew this is perfect. It, mm -hmm. I, and I just, I just got out Excel and I just wrote up all the numbers and I tried to figure it all out. And, yeah. um, I just quickly realized, wow, the numbers really work out on this. And so, um, yeah, I quickly got an agent and then we made an offer and then we had a 30 day closing and like a 20 day feasibility, which we had two extensions on where eventually it was a 90 day closing and I think a 60 day feasibility. And it was so long because I had to have all my permits lined up, including that ADU permit. And I had to have all estimates. in. so it was just a long process, but it all came together and we were able to close. And then we immediately, uh, once we could immediately start construction because once we could pay the permit fee, we could um, begin excavating and then get, begin in, uh, so you, site development. So you built, you were building both at the same time. Yes, I was yeah. building both. Yeah, same foundation, same utilities, all yeah. of that. Yeah, cool, very cool. One of my biggest regrets, though, is that we I didn't do separate metering for the utilities. So um, every Water. month I still have to split utilities, and then I charge my tenant for it. Are so. you are you pro? So if you if you're renting it separately, are you prorating or are you just including the utilities in the rent that you're charging? Um, no, I just literally charge them for their share every oh, month. Oh, so I just split it. Um, I also have a couple of roommates on the other side, oh. so I just split it equally between everyone, and okay. then I charge everyone their share. So so yeah, that's great. And so you're essentially between all of that. Then that's covering. Most it, all of than, your mortgage. More or, than covers oh, it. More than yeah. covers your mortgage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they're listening to this, <laughs> yes. are they going to be a little bit upset? No, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> no, no, they know the deal. Yeah, I told yeah, them yeah. all straight out. This yeah, is how it yeah. works. Yeah, well, you're the one who put the down payment on and did it. Yep, and yep, and yep. so that's fantastic. So literally you have your, you have roommates and an ADU rented. So your mortgage, your mortgage free. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which is Absolutely. amazing. And then beyond, and then, and there's a lot of people that uh, I've had clients that they'll build an ADU move into the ADU mm -hmm. or they'll remodel their basement or whatever it is, yeah. or they're upstairs, turn it into ADU and they'll rent yep. the main part of the house. 
So then that's a quick, that's a, mm -hmm. that's a fast track to have a really low mortgage, yeah. low more monthly payment. There are so many uses for ADUs. And this is why I'm so passionate about them because I think it gives you so much flexibility in your life. I know for me, first was I'm young. I want to pay down my mortgage as fast as possible. But second, I wanted to make sure I could take care of my mom if she needed a place to live. Or yeah. And then I also wanted to be able to travel. So I was hopeful that I could live in the ADU at some point, knowing that I could always switch places in the house and basically have all my major needs met in a variety of flexible ways. Um, the city doesn't care which side or the county doesn't care which side you live in. So right. I have uh, some clients right now who really want to live in an ADU, rent the house, and then just travel a lot. That's their dream. So you can just you can use it for a variety of ways. You don't even have to rent it. You can use it just for a family member if they're in need, sure. all kinds of stuff. Sure. Let's just, before we move on to talking about the city and the county and how the, all those different things work, when you were building, did you run into any other issues or anything like that? Was there anything, any obstacles that get in the way when you're trying to build an additional dwelling unit that people should be aware of? Um, I mean, during the permitting process, you have to do a mailing 500 square feet, um, uh, a, a circumference of 500 square feet of all the neighbors. You have to notify them that you're going to be building an ADU. It's not that they have to give their approval, but they have to have a period in which they can uh, write complaints or ask questions. And no one brought anything to the attention of the city that made it so I couldn't get uh, the ADU. But afterwards, I did have some neighbors who complained. So I did have to work through that. That was a little tricky, but that was all settled. So, And then you mentioned earlier the that one of the things you had to get approved was parking. Yes, yes. Yes. That was tricky. So my lot is about a quarter of an acre and between septic, uh, stormwater runoff and, uh, three parking spaces. Cause I needed two legal ones for the single family and then one for the you're ADU. On septic? Yeah. In I'm the city limits, in the city limits. Yeah. So you're in King Mountain. King Mountain. Okay. So it was annexed okay. in 2006. Annexed. Annexed. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? You said next. <laughs> oh. You said it was next. It was next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Urban growth area, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because of that, this there was so many single family residences already on septic that the city never plans to bring sewer down the street. Okay. So, so you're on septic. So you yep. had to deal with that and then still find an extra parking space. Yep. Yep. And it can't be within easement. It can't be in what they call the apron area between the street and your property. So it has to, and it can't be back to back. It has to be each individual lane and spot on your property. So it takes up more square footage than it may seem. So yeah. I could probably fit, honestly, I could fit 10 cars in the parking spots I had to a lot, but I, but it's technically only three spots. So the important takeaway there is, is if somebody's looking at homes for sale yes, and they're thinking about, you know, I want to be able to do an additional dwelling unit on this property. Um, the biggest thing is going to be that it's going to be looking at the property itself and saying, how are they going to get a separate kind of parking space, but it's going to have to be a separate kind of parking space. It's not yep. going to be shared right there. Yep. And then it has to be within setbacks and within kind of the footprint of in a, in a sensible way. Yeah. And then if you're going to have, it's not going to be in a wetland area either. Correct. So it's yep. going to have to be in a dry location on the lot. Um, and a lot of the lots, sometimes in the city limits, you just if you have a 5,000 square foot or 4,000 square foot lot, it's just tricky to find that extra parking space yep. if the house is, especially if it's a bigger house yep, yep. and then you're trying to still build the ADU. Yeah. So yes. Um, do they, do you remember if they, if you have a, um, if you have a garage, if they will count that, like if you built a detached ADU, 
can you do the if let's say there's no spot for it but then you want to do a garage and then have the house above it will that count as a as a parking spot um as long as the garage isn't blocked whatever your garage capacity is counts as the parking spots but you can't count any additional parking spots immediately in front of your garage okay yeah yes so yes okay (laughs) sorry yeah and so and so what is the what is the difference if somebody's looking to do this in in whatcom county in the city limits versus in the county how is the additional dwelling unit going to be different? How is the main difference is the county doesn't yet have an official ADU application process, so it's just so it's easier. It's easier, yes. <laughs> it has more to do with detached, attached. Is it a separate dwelling on the property, and how many dwellings can you have on that lot? So that has more to do with it. And then with the city limits, um, or within city limits, I know that 2018, yeah, that's when they opened everything mm-hmm. up and said any almost just about anywhere had an ordinance that allowed for additional dwelling units. I know that it, it's exploded. I, I I was talking to somebody at the city just the other day and there was an, I think they had 50 applications in right now wow. for additional dwelling units. That's great. And so the demand has definitely been increasing. That's part of the reason I wanted to have you on to talk about it. Yeah. Um, no doubt about it. I, in my opinion, ADUs are just a win, 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 win. You know, yeah. it's just like everyone wins with ADUs. It can help you pay down your mortgage. It can have a variety of housing. It provides more infill in our city, and we just don't have enough for housing affordable, for affordable for housing. Affordable housing. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just an, an income source for a you know a single family owner, and it's just I think oh and yeah, it just solves a lot of needs. You know. Yeah. Well, and with affordable housing, you definitely have that situation where because the city. It's it's difficult to build more single family homes. It does create more housing in the mm-hmm. city, no doubt about it. What about Airbnbs in in that situation? So are you? Yeah. You you don't Airbnb yours, I don't. and mostly they're not. But you in some cases you can, right? The primary reason is because an Airbnb requires an entirely different permit process. It's kind of an entirely separate topic more than mm-hmm. anything else. It A lot of people hope if they have an ADU, they can also Airbnb it. Most of the time, from what I've seen, they don't. They get a long-term tenant in there. Um, one is because of, of permitting. The city is way more, or Bellingham's a lot more restrictive about um, Airbnbs and short-term rentals than long-term rentals. Um, and they're just a lot more work. There's just a lot of variables with Airbnb. So I didn't go forward with it just because I knew there would be more issues than I would care to deal with. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I think that that pretty much covers it. We covered a lot really fast, which is awesome. And, you know, I'm now more excited about ADUs because of your, <laughs> because of your excitement about ADUs. And I did not know until we were doing this, because you've been a realtor with us for, um, what? Year and a half. Year, year and a half. And, you know, you've been a rock star realtor, but I didn't realize that you were, you had built that and completely were mm-hmm. having everything covered, which is so cool. So impressive. And that's part of the reason we do this, right? Is so that you can show other people that that's possible. And people talk about, yep, yep. I can't afford to buy a home. Um, it's too expensive. Prices are going up. Yeah. This is one of the solutions yeah. where, you know, it's, yes, of course, prices have gone up. It might yep. not be $48,000 to do that ADU anymore. Mm-hmm. But certainly there's the possibility that, you know, with an additional dwelling unit, you could create something. You could, maybe if you only, you're, they max out at 500000 mm-hmm. Maybe if they max out at seven hundred or seven fifty. 
they could turn out to have a mortgage payment yeah. that's equivalent to a $300,000 house. And I think people really have yeah. to do that math. Yeah. It, it makes a huge difference, a huge difference on what you're qualified for. Or even if you're qualified up to 300 or 450 or something, mm. if you have an ADU or if the property you're looking at has an ADU and there is an active or ADU lease possibility. or an ADU possibility, or um, you can get an active lease before you close, you know, pre-sign someone mm. that, that will hugely change your qualifications for a mortgage. So I, I mean, it makes a huge difference. All right. Well, if you want to reach out to Hannah, reach out to Hannah. She can help you out with this. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you mm -hmm. for watching. Uh, please follow John L. Scott Bellingham on YouTube. Please rate us on iTunes and follow us on iTunes. We're now on iTunes, which yep. I'm excited about. Spotify, Amazon Music, and I think Google Podcasts now too. So please follow the Bellingham Real Estate Podcast. Thank you, Hannah, for joining us. Thank you for listening and watching. Cheers. Thank you.